0: This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Hey, everybody. I can't believe it's January of 2022. Honestly, I don't know that I ever thought we'd make it here. I hope the world is treating you well and you're having a great day. Coach Chris Cotton here from Autofix Auto Shop Coaching, where we work hard to support your financial success. If you have an idea for a show topic or just want to talk shop, feel free to get with me at chris at autofixsos.com. Hey, before we get started with episode 41, Rocket Fuel, the chapters one through three, I'd like to take a quick second to give a shout out and thank our sponsor, AutoLeak. Are you looking to grow your auto repair shop? If so, then AutoLeap is a modern cloud-based shop management software that keeps your existing customers coming back while making it easier to win a new audience and drive significant growth. AutoLeap allows you to keep complete track of your shop, anywhere from scheduling appointments, managing technicians, and generating invoices. It doesn't get any better than AutoLeap, the leader in auto repair software. AutoLeap helps you grow, is easy to use, and builds customer trust. Make your customers happier, your repair shop more profitable, and your life easier all with AutoLeap. If you're interested, check them out at www.AutoLeap.com and see for yourself. I do want to remind everybody that Rocket Fuel is a book. I didn't come up with this concept on my own. I wished I would have. What I got from it is my notes from reading the book. I went back and pulled out bullets and everything else. I'm going to go through this. I think this is a great topic. I didn't realize how much of a visionary I was, and I don't I don't mean that to be braggy. That kind of sounded stupid, honestly, but I guess I didn't identify as a visionary as much as I as as I did until I read the book. And I think if you're in those positions, you don't realize again, this sounds stupid, how how smart you are, how good you are, because you think you can do it. It's like being a mechanic, right? And fixing a car. You think everybody else can do it because you can do it, which is so not the truth. If people could do what you do, then they wouldn't come to us. And that's why we're in the do it for you business. So hopefully that made sense. So Rocket Fuel is a book about putting pieces together, identifying your strengths and weaknesses, and then using those to your benefit and your business's benefit, right? So this is a model for freeing up visionaries to do what they do best. And the book details the roles of the visionary and the integrator. I keep wanting to say instigator in my mind, but hopefully I'll be able to continue the rest of it without saying that too much. So again, the visionary and the integrator. Without an integrator, a visionary is less likely to succeed long term and realize the company's ultimate goals. With no visionary, an integrator can't rise to their full potential either. So this is like a symbiotic relationship. So when you have people that have these skill sets, they have the power to reach new heights. And and basically, they have um, the rocket fuel to propel the company into the future. And that's where they get the name of the book from. So as I prepared for this episode and did my notes and everything, I'm constantly reminded of the iconic duo from, from my high school days, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. All right. It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right. So hopefully, you know, I, I date myself a little bit there, but hopefully there's a little chuckle for you. And, and hopefully most of you've heard that song. If you've seen the proposal, you do know that. Before we begin, I want to give examples of great visionary integrator combinations, right? So so most likely you've heard of Walt and Roy Disney, Henry Ford and James Cousins, Ray Kroc and Fred Turner. Now you've probably heard the first person in that combination more than you've heard the second. And that's that's one of the good things about being a visionary and one of the not so great things about being an integrator. And we'll go into that just a little bit later. So chapter one talks about the visionary. The, the visionary is the, the one who has a powerful imagination. They see vision. They have unusual foresight. That person is a dreamer a seer, a creator, visionaries bring passion about their product, their service, their company and their customers forward. So if you are a visionary, you're entrepreneurial, you're a creator and most likely you founded your company. This person is an idea generator. Unfortunately, you have lots of ideas. This is me as a visionary myself. It's almost like having somebody else in your head all the time just talking in, in When you're thinking about one thing, 15 other ideas pop into your head. As a visionary, very distracting. So as an idea generator, you probably have 10 new ideas a week, maybe 10 a day. Many of them might not be good or not fit with the company's focus. Some might even be dangerous to the company. But in the end, some of those are golden nuggets, right? They're absolutely brilliant. So those few great ideas keep the business growing. And as the, as the person that has and creates those ideas, you're priceless to the business, okay? You're also the big picture person in the business. You're great with clients. You're great with the vendors, customers, and you're the, you're the big deal closer. You're really best with the high level stuff, big ideas and solving problems. But when it comes to the smaller, more detailed items, you might procrastinate, mm, raising my hand, because they interest you less, you know does that sound familiar that checks the box for me you know and but knowing's half the battle right we kind of get bored easily seeing the future as a visionary you're great with r and d for new products maybe more the r than the d you have a pulse on the market and in the industry and the future needs of your clients your vision's so strong that you're convinced the company can get there even though you don't know exactly how yet like you know you're positive that, that you're going to get there as a visionary, you're a hunter. And and we are hunters because we're wired differently than most. And without us, the world wouldn't be what it is today, right? And by hunter, I mean hunting for ideas, hunting for deals, hunting for solutions to bigger problems. And you know, I need you to realize that hunters hunt. They don't manage people and typically aren't good managers. They explore rather than analyze. The most common roles of the visionary are as follows. You're the entrepreneurial spark plug. You're an inspirer. You're a passion provider. You're a developer of new big ideas and breakthroughs. You are the big problem solver. You're the one that engages and maintains external relationships. Again, you're the closer of big deals, a learner, a researcher, the company vision creator, and the champion. Okay, so that's what a visionary is. So here's what your challenges are as a visionary. We kind of talked about this just a second ago. Staying focused. You get bored easily. Sometimes sometimes when you're bored and you, you're you not on the hunt for the next idea, you tend to stir things up a little bit and create chaos. Typically, that happens when you step into the integrator role. Like, like when you move from the visionary into the integrator. That's when things tend to go to chaos. So what happens is, is you have, you come up with a great idea. You step into the integrator role. That new idea goes great for 90 days. And then you get bored and move on to something else and things come crashing down because there's nobody to follow out your longtime goal on your great idea. And again, we get bored with the day to day redundancy of running the business. Typically, when we get bored, we meddle. When we do what we fill our time by getting involved in others' business, right? Like, like we meddle in other people's things and their business and not what we're doing. Another problem is we have way too many ideas. We always need to be figuring things out. and as we you know as such, we love breaking the mold and pursuing, pursuing shiny stuff that doesn't fit with the core focus of the business. We also tend to not have empathy for the negative impact this has on, on the resources, profitability and people. Another weakness in this is, is whiplash. And it's not so much our whiplash, but the other people in the in the company's whiplash. Like we, we look at the shiny object on the left, everybody looks with me, and then I turn to the right to look at the next thing, and then everybody whips to the other side. That's what I mean by whiplash. And everybody changes direction to look at something else instead of having an integrator to focus everybody's attention and then you be looking around Everybody's looking around with you and that leads to, in, leads to a lack of consistency, right? Another weak point is sweating the details. We come up with ideas and then we leave it to others to carry out the minutia. As visionaries, we have crystal clear vision of what we want. Most times it's in like, like 4K, vivid color detail, 3D even. But unfortunately, we tend to under communicate that vision to others and it gets lost in the translation. And at least a frustration on, on our end, and sometimes for me and Kimberly, you know, I know what I want to say, but I can't communicate it, and and because I can't communicate it, it frustrates me. I am like, you, you sh- should know what I am talking about because I know perfectly well what I am talking about, but but that doesn't work, right? You have to be able to communicate that, and oftentimes it gets lost in the translation. Developing talent's not a strong suit for visionaries. Most of the time, it's because we've always leaned on our own abilities because we can do it better, faster, and nobody can do it as good as us. One of one of my big stories I share all the time with shop owners, and this is a a great lesson that Kimberly helped me help me learn. I was I was trying to teach a service advisor how to write a ticket. We were at the counter. The customer was there. The service advisor she was taking notes and. And in my mind, my clock, my internal clock's ticking. And I'm like, oh, I could have done this in half the time. I would have done it this way. I would have asked this. We would have got this done. And so basically, I very rudely, what an ass, I just kind of like moved her aside and took over the keyboard and was like, watch me, and then did the whole thing. Because in my mind, I was freaking out because I was on a timeline. The customer I could see was getting a little frustrated. Even though we said, hey, we're trying to train somebody new. Please be patient with us. That's a weakness in me. Developing talent's not a strong suit. And until I learned that lesson, I was terrible at it. And it took me... I'd been a manager of a repair shop for several years. And then I was the owner for probably three years before I learned that lesson. So I spent a lot of time screwing up and doing it wrong. So that's a good one to realize in yourself if you're a visionary. So a visionary's list of challenges are... They're inconsistent. They they lack clear direction. They under communicate. They have a reluctance to let go of things. They underdevelop leaders and managers. Your eyes are bigger than your stomach, so to speak. There's a resistance to follow standardized processes. We're easily bored. We don't have patience for details. We're all gas and no break. And your drive is too hard for most people. Whew. I know because I are one. So I'm I'm not afraid to identify with that. So I want you, if you need to rewind that and go back and listen to it, if you're identifying like, oh my gosh, I'm a visionary, that's great to know it. And then we have to know our weaknesses so we can overcome them, right? When, gosh, when I'm thinking of that, I'm also thinking of how many shop owners come to me with issues and their issues kind of read read like as follows, right? So, so here you are, you have a shop that's underperforming, There's a lack of control. There's a lack of profit. People don't understand you. Nobody's on your page. You've hit the ceiling. Growth has stopped and you can't figure it out. Nothing is working. And now on top of everything else, you're bored with the day to day. Wow, that sounds like a lot of people that come to me. Yeah, that's a big, that's an aha moment today. I think we're going to be filled with these. There's going to be a lot of things that are come out of this. So, so now what? So now you have to embrace your visionary nature, right? You have to delegate the role of implementing your ideas in order to elevate yourself to your true talents. If, if you do that, that will free up your energy and creativity to grow your company to protect your vision. So you, know, you want to wow your customers, protect your culture, and stay three steps ahead of everyone. In order to do that, you need to be able to pass these things along. Delegate. I work on delegating with a, a lot of shop owners. So now you're on the precipice. If you're the visionary, you must have an integrator, you have to have somebody to balance you out and you have to have somebody to carry that load with you, right? And share the burden. So this takes us to chapter two in the book. We've talked about the visionary. And so now what does an integrator look like? And if if we didn't fit into the visionary role, what are the characteristics of the integrator? So kind of definition of an integrator is one who integrates. They harmoniously unite the major functions of a business. They are the conductor and keep the train running on time. They also create focus, accountability, and alignment of the business. So an integrator's role and skills are unique. They, they're the glue and the visionary's right hand. They beat the drum and make sure that everything gets accomplished. The, these people are, are most often referred to as the inside man or inside woman. So my question to you is, do you have an integrator in your organization? Or are you the integrator in your organization? Let's clarify the function and value of this position real quick. So the integrator runs the day-to-day. They're typically very good at leading. They're good at managing and holding people accountable. Visionaries are not, not good at that at all. The integrator loves running the day-to-day aspects of the business. They remove obstacles so that people can execute. Okay, And if we look further down that line, the integrator is the steady force. This person is obsessed with organizational clarity, and they're great at making sure people are communicating with each other. The integrator is also the voice of reason. They filter out all of visionaries' ideas, which helps eliminating hurdles, stumbling blocks, and barriers. And so here's, here's what the integrator role provides. If you're looking for somebody, here's what this role provides. Clarity, communication, resolution, focus, accountability. They also provide well-managed projects, follow-through, execution, stability. They make sure policies and procedures are followed. And most importantly, they keep the visionary harnessed right? This is the, the yin and the yang coming back in. If you're an integrator, you are personally accountable. You're decisive. You're a good planner, great organizer. You're a strong leader and manager. You're effective conflict manager. You're an employee developer and coach. You are resilient. You are adaptable, persuasive, and you are a problem solver. So all of those are great things, but here's the challenges to that role. Uh, typically, there's no glory in that role. You're the unsung hero. Not much is written about you in the history books. Being the pessimist makes you the bad guy or the hammer, and that means you have to say no a lot. And And you're also the disciplinarian in the relationship and the one that holds people accountable. And unfortunately, the one that most likely delivers bad news to the employees. You're, you're often accused of being the one that holds the company back by going slow to go fast. And usually... That's by the visionary, right? So there's a resentment on either side of that position of the other, typically, because because that other person, the for the visionary, the the instigator holds values that they don't hold that they would like to have and, and same the other way around. So there's also lack of appreciation. You know, this is probably the toughest one and the one that makes your job downright downright lonely if you're in that position. It it's, it tends to be like a, a lonely a lonely position. And you resent the fact that, you know, everybody loves when the tornado comes in and stirs things up, but you feel that employees resent you for not being able to do that or being the opposite of that. Okay? So, so now we know what each one of those individual positions looks like, what's the relationship between the two look like? And this takes us into chapter three. So, so Yin, I want you to meet Yang. The, these two roles are a complementary force and they come together to form a system where, where the sum is greater than the parts. I would say one without the other is doomed, but that's not quite true. One can operate without the other, but they can't be as good as they can together, right? So, together they create and interaction, and it evolves and they transform, they transform each other by complement. So to paint a picture, I want you to think of a rope, two, pieces, two single pieces of rope or two single pieces of string. They're not as strong together, but if you take the two together and twist them together, it's a twisted pair and the two become better, stronger, able to complete the task. So typically the VI relationship starts in, in one of four ways. They're either co-founders together, they're partners, one is an existing internal team member and becomes the integrator, or the integrator is hired from the outside. Okay, At this point, it's no surprise that these two individuals are complementary as a pair in the business. Both are quite different as individuals, but you know the visionary solves big complex problems. The integrator identifies problems and articulates them. The visionary has 20 new ideas per week. The integrator makes the best ideas a reality. The visionary creates the vision, the integrator executes the vision, one is optimistic and the other is realistic. The differences between the two mean that they're always driving each other a little bit crazy. That's normal. Nothing in life is easy. If their personalities were alike, one wouldn't have a need for the other and it wouldn't work. Okay? But when you harness this relationship, the pair together lead to a much bigger impact on the business you do need to remember that creating a dynamic duo doesn't always work the first time. So what do you do if and or when it flops? Guess what? You um, learn from your mistakes, you brush the dust off, and then you try it again. So if you're a visionary without an integrator, how do you know when you're ready? There's four factors that drive readiness. Financial readiness, which means you can afford one now where you couldn't before. Psychological readiness means that you're ready to let go of some control. Lifestyle readiness is the ready for fewer hours or the same hours with a different focus and less frustration. The And then uni- unique ability, the ready to be 100% you. Okay? So I want you to think back. If you if you listen to this, I, you probably need to go back and listen to it two or three more times and then think about where you are and how you fit. If you're a visionary, do you have an integrator in the business? If you're the integrator, who's your visionary and, and what happens next? So I know... I know this was a long one and this covers the first three chapters of the book. We're going to pick this up in a few weeks again and explore the value in leveraging this relationship. Okay, so I want you to stay tuned, but I want you to listen to this uh, again and again and and figure out which one you are before we move on further. You know, we're also going to talk about finding each other, clarifying your roles and working together in a highly productive manner. You know, sorry, here's the here's the visionary in me. My brain just went phew. Into another dimension. The the amazing thing I didn't realize till right now is that I would consider myself the visionary in my own business. But as a business coach, I often fill the role as a visionary and sometimes an integrator. Huh. Another aha moment. So wow. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this myself. I hope maybe this has inspired you and maybe get one of your own visionaries or one of your own integrators someday. Wow. Amazing. I don't know. Kind of dumbfounded at this point. But anyway, this is it for this one. So thanks for taking time out of your busy day to listen to everybody. If you haven't found us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and followed us for free, then why not? It is free after all. If you're listening in on Apple, Spotify, or some other app, I'd love it if you could leave a review. This has been Coach Chris Cotton from Autofix Auto Shop Coaching. If you find yourself struggling in your auto repair business or have a feeling like you don't know what you don't know, but you're eager to learn and grow your business, then please feel free to reach out to me, Chris at AutofixSOS.com, or give me a call at 940-400-1008. Time to get out and rise and grind, everybody. Have a great day.